Hi, everyone. This is Aaron Moskowitz with the Get In My Garden podcast. I hope you're all safe and happy and making the best of your time at home. This is episode 61, and today we meet Keisha Wheeler of Catalyst Bioamendments, a composting and soil company she runs with her business partners, Casey Ernst, Zach Ellis, and Gregory Munn in Northern California. Follow their adventures on Instagram at catalyst underscore microbe underscore adventure. Keisha is also very involved with Elaine Ingham's online soil food web school, which is where I originally met her. She has a wealth of knowledge on the subject, and today we will learn a bit about her backstory and some fundamentals of composting. This podcast has moved to a different platform, and I will be focusing on shorter and more regular episodes and bite-sized interviews. This means repeat guest experts going forward, which is what I've been talking about for a very long time. So you can expect more content from my interview with Keisha and also from Chris later in the month. Another thing that is finally taking shape is the newsletter. It will include a synopsis of each podcast, that supplemental content that I've been promising for a very long time, bios and info about the guest experts and their work, and then highlight posts from the Facebook group I created called Soil Balance with Microbes, Minerals, Fungi, Fertilizers, and Bugs, and it will evolve into so much more. You can still sign up at getinmygarden.com in the yellow newsletter bar, or if you're not a member of the Facebook group yet, you can search for that group starting with Soil Balance, Then enter your email where it asks in the questions section when you first join. The subject of the podcast has been quite broad, and I want to hone it in and focus mostly on the soil food web, fungi, insects, and natural farming. Please, please, please send me a message on Instagram at getinmygarden or via the website with your suggestions and opinions about this. Looking forward to hearing from you. I'm Keisha from Catalyst Bio Amendments. I got started making compost after working with Elaine Ingham in her online courses. We completed our classes and we wanted to be soil food web consultants. So we were looking um, with our microscopes at lots of different composts that were available in our area um, that we might be able to use to regenerate people's soil with microbes. And what I ended up finding was I, I wasn't seeing a lot of microbial diversity in anything I looked at. It wasn't immediately the dream to be compost producers. We actually wanted to be consultants when we started the journey, but uh, we became compost producers by default because we needed a product to start working with. And that's just led us into full-time compost work over the last couple of years. Amazing. And how long does that process take? Tell us about what you've seen. The soil wasn't great. And how long does it take once you're starting to compost to see results in somebody's yard? I see. So the composting process itself can happen fairly quickly. The pile is going to be hot for 10 to 15 days. Then there's going to be a cool down period while all the microbes grow and develop. And that's going to take total about two months, sometimes a little bit longer. And then the amount of time that we're taking to see these microbes really begin to thrive and take hold in someone else's garden is kind of depending on the soil that we're starting with. Sometimes we're seeing results within a week or two. And I mean, often we're seeing results within a week or two, but to see like a a total regeneration of the soil is usually a year or so, maybe maybe even longer. But Mm -hmm. um, we're often seeing really good results really quickly. That's amazing. That's a lot more quickly than I actually would have thought. Now I'm in New Mexico and the soil here can be really, really, it can be sandy or it can be dry and loamy, but it's also still full of microbiology. So what would happen if you took soil from California and brought it here? Would those microbes, you know, would it all work out? Mm, That's a really good question. 
Um, what we like to do when we're taking the microbes outside of the bioregion that we're in, so you know our area, we're a desert, but we've also got a lot of deciduous trees and you know the climate's a little different where we're at in California. So what we would like to do is take our compost and then bring it into your area and mix it with the organic materials that are present around you and compost it again. That way, whoever's going to thrive will, and often the microorganisms that aren't needed, they're going to get killed off or they're going to die. Anything that's going to stick will, and, you know, it'll work with the wood chips and the green material and the grains and, you know, whatever is available in your neck of the woods. It'll be able to work with that material. We've sent our compost, you know, as far as Maine, but we always have people recompost it just in case there's a problem because I don't think the science has been done to see what happens when we move compost from one area to another and how quickly those microbes go out into the new habitat or what they do, what the effect of that is. So where it would probably make a great effect, we would really prefer to have you growing out your own indigenous microbes in the place that you're living. Gotcha. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And well, can you speak to some transformations that you personally have had a stake in? Sure. We had a woman who came to us last year and she had in her vegetable garden an, an issue with aphids. There was root aphids, aphids on the leaves. She had like a total aphid coverage issue on every surface of the garden. She came in and got a little bit of compost, but really what we did was we ended up making a tea for her and using a R microbes plus a biological control called Bavaria bassiana. You can buy it online. I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with it. And what it does is it eats soft-bodied insects. And she used a compost extract on her plants and within... I think it was four or five days she wasn't seeing any insect issues at all anymore. That was the most dramatic story that I've heard of, and she was just completely amazed and impressed. Well, and what are some other additives that you would use as you know part of the soil food web education you've gotten? See, additives I love, you know, just a basic one is wood chips. That's a great ground cover. We don't like to see bare soil. Microbes really don't do well in dry conditions. They're affected really negatively by the sun. And so, you know, step number one, when you're coming in to regenerate a zone, regardless of what's in your soil right now, getting it covered with something like wood chips really can make an amazing difference right away. We really just use a lot of organic materials. You know, it's all about diversity. It's all about looking um, at what's around. Seed coatings, peanut shells. You can get really creative. The list goes on and on and on. But that's what's great about the soil food web techniques is we're just using what's already there in nature and, you know, creating a diverse microbial environment and then feeding them what's available. That's so awesome. Totally interesting, too. I think most people have no idea what's inside the soil. Thanks for listening. As I mentioned, the newsletter is taking shape. It will include a synopsis of each podcast, that supplemental content that I've been promising for a very long time, bios and info about the guest experts and their work, and then highlight posts from the Facebook group I created called Soil Balance with Microbes, Minerals, Fungi, Fertilizer, and Bugs, and it will evolve into so much more. You can still sign up at getinmygarden.com in the yellow newsletter bar, or if you're not yet a member of the Facebook group, search for the group starting with Soil Balance in the title, then enter your email where it asks in the questions section when you first join. Follow my adventures on Instagram at getinmygarden. Send me a message there or on my website. I love hearing suggestions and hearing about your projects, hobbies, and interests. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen from. Thank you so much.